Looks like me and Vincent caught you boys at breakfast. Sorry about that. Did you have it? Hamburgers. Hamburgers! The cornerstone of any nutritious breakfast. What kind of hamburgers? Che cheeseburgers. No, 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 no. Where'd you get them? McDonald's, Wendy's, Jack in the Box. Where? Big Kahuna Burger. Big Kahuna Burger? That's that Hawaiian burger joint. I hear they got some tasty burgers. I ain't never had one myself. How are they? They're good. You mind if I try one of yours? This is yours here, right? a tasty burger. Vincent, you ever had a big kahuna burger? One bite? They're real tasty. Well, if you like burgers, give them a try sometime. Me? I can't usually get them because my girlfriend's a vegetarian, which pretty much makes me a vegetarian, but I do love the taste of a good burger. Mm. You know what they call a quarter pound of a cheese in France? No. Tell them, Vincent. Royale with cheese. Royale with cheese. You know why they call it that? Uh, because of the metric system? Check out the big brain on bread. You're smart, that's right. The metric system. told me to fire away. Yep. So welcome to episode 55 of Tell Me Where to Turn. 55? That's a double nickel. That's right. I am Tommy2 underscore zero. I should say at Tommy2 underscore zero on Twitter. I think you are both of those, though. I am both you. of those, but if you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Tommy2 underscore zero. You can find me at Glenn3 underscore 11 on Twitter. And you can find me at point break underscore Dave. And we are all joined, uh, if you can hear from the background, at the outdoor version of Tommy Studios today. Do we get much blowback for our blatant plagiarism on the show open last week? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Do we kind of just float that one by under the radar? All I got was great intro, guys. I think it's just proof that no one actually listens to this. <laughs> they just tune it out. They're so used to the bad music to start the show that they just tune out the first few minutes and no, I got roll with it from there. Our, our tribute to another podcast that constantly accuses us of stealing their material. I got great intro and I got a couple... Uh, wow, I had to do a double take because I thought I was re-listening to an episode of something else that had premiered the, the day before. That was pretty much what you were going for, right? Yes. Little, uh, get a little reaction out of the community. This is what we call jokes. So if anybody thinks there's some kind of podcast war going on, there's there's not. Should there be, though? Uh, there are three of us and two of them. F fight night? <laughs> I 
think I'll probably just stay neutral on this. I, I one of the guys played football, and the other guy has a tremendous beard. So, well, speaking of fight, probably night, just stay in our own lane. I texted you about this guy, but a guy that I'm yeah, and Dave too loosely acquainted with. I got a text out of the blue. It was pretty funny. I, I think I sent you the whole screenshot of it. It was basically, "Hey man, I just found out I got picked for fight night. Do you know any?" Good boxing trainers, I think was how it was phrased. So, a, which, which that was humorous to me to start. Yeah, this guy thinks you you probably know multiple boxing <laughs> trainers. That I know multiple boxing trainers. Like, what about what about now? If he'd have said like, "Hey, do you know a good country club?" I might have been able to answer that question. Tommy, your cat is morbidly obese. Why are she, all your cats? She's she's so heading fat. down that heading down that Jared Fogel path there for sure. Well, <laughs> is that why this computer doesn't work? <laughs> she needs to take the opposite option at the fork in the road that Fogel took. Yeah, late in life. When she gets to that fork, I hope she'll choose wisely. Yeah. So but fight I, night. Yeah, but I told this guy, and he's he's not a he's not a small guy. I mean, he's a he's a big, he's a big frame, tall guy, he but he's not in great shape. Will absolutely get destroyed. He's got size on his side, he's, but but they're gonna pair him with yeah. somebody of comparable size. They'll be That's within gonna be worse for ten him or fifteen pounds. His size is gonna hurt him because he's not athletic or muscular. But is he big enough that he can just take punches and not? No. As long as he doesn't get punched in the face, he doesn't look like he could take a punch. Okay, but there's not a lot of time before fight night either. To me, like I mean, it's not like you're gonna drop everything and get on this. Rocky S training, yeah. The How advice much, that we does he have going? What? It might not be that hard for him to just drop everything. <laughs> the advice that I gave him is, I I said with the amount of time left, I said if I was you, I would forget about everything except just trying to get him some kind of semblance of cardiovascular yeah. shape. Because I feel like I've seen so many of those fights over the many years that we've been going out there, and it feels like. People gas themselves so quick in that that if you could if you could just somehow be in good enough shape that you can withstand that first barrage where you punch yourself out, you've got a chance just just right there more than any kind of technique or anything you're going to learn. I, I just told him that and just don't turn your back. Yeah, that's actually really good advice. I think if you can still have yeah have some energy in that last round, you could you could do well. Yeah, because there's so many times when they get to that last round where their both arms are so heavy that, yeah. that nothing's happening. And if you could, if you could ha still have the wherewithal to do something, and then yeah, the other thing is just, gosh, how many people go in there, run to the middle of the ring, and then immediately turn their back when a <laughs> that, punch? They flies. talked about this that this week that that's oh, the most they? common move that happens. Well, it's, from you these think amateurs. it's natural, right? If you're if you're not a trained fighter, it's like, oh man, I don't want to get hit. I turn yeah. around and get out of here. Did you refer him to the gym.org as I recommended? I did. I and he said he'd give them a call, but I I feel like at this point it's just like he, you're casting it he's at a huge disadvantage. You'd be at a, you'd be a better at his size, he'd be much better um, if they hadn't changed the rules where he was going to be like fighting a midget or a woman just be whoever or something. wanted yeah. to do it or a midget woman. If they pair him up with somebody of his Height and weight. The odds that they're going to be very athletic are pretty so. Are you pretty high? Are you sure that he got picked? 
I, I'm not sure. I just got that one text. I never went in okay. and like looked over the whole. Well, they don't like publish the names. No, no, of the no. no but I mean, he should know for sure. I mean, you should get a response that says we're good to go. Not like you just show up and it's a fifty-fifty whether you're yeah. fighting or not. But I know that there was uh, a guy that his whole bit was he was trying to find somebody that hates Jake Kemp, and that's who he wanted to fight. But I remember that guy, his dimensions, if you will, were probably like 6'2", 215. And I think Uh-oh. this... uh sounds, sounds like right in the old Glenn wheelhouse. This associate of you is probably about that size. Yeah, I'd say so. That's so that might me. be who he's fighting, which seemed to be a guy who was real anxious to get in there. That's not good. That's not the guy. Like, like if it ever just... Somebody throws out the hypothetical of, hey, you guys should fight at fight night. If one of the guys answers, I'm in, within like half a second... You not, don't because yeah. he's either he knows what he's doing or he's just freaking crazy. <laughs> and either way, you probably don't want to go in there for that. Yeah. I mean this is probably a a sports discussion for another day when we have more time to research, but I would argue that the trained highly trained boxer against the unskilled could be one of the greatest mis- mismatches yeah. of pretty much any sport and that includes like Big strong Jeremy trying to sink the one foot putt and everything. I, I think that 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 disparity between trained and untrained is that gap is so that's, big. That's why your buddy should I think at least like even if you were playing golf for one of the first times and you were going to play in some tournament or like a scramble or something, if you didn't want to completely embarrass yourself, either practice or if it's available, take like one or two lessons. Yeah. He should probably go like one or two times just to get some just to get a feel for what it's like. Of like yeah. footwork or like how do I hold my hands. At the very least, he needs to spar a couple times. Just get hit in the yeah, face. because you learn how to like absorb punches, like move your head with it and not just be walking into yeah. punches. Yeah. So... I do feel like in Fight Night, though, there's not a lot of punches that get thrown. There's not a lot it of depends. good punches. Or they get landed. There's a lot of wild, come-from-the-side punches. It, they make a pretty serious effort not to pair somebody up that's fought with somebody that doesn't fight, right? I mean, they, 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 They're a lot better at that they, now than they used to better, be. Yeah. People were getting destroyed. Well, yeah, because I mean, you can yeah. really hurt somebody. Like If you put a guy out there that has fought before against somebody that doesn't, they could legit get hurt, which I think is why they quit doing the great mis- size mismatch fights and uh so speaking of all the those uh fun bits i think i don't know if it's been mentioned before that glenn's wife fought in fight night she in did. 2006 uh, yes. that was a travesty what happened to her she, that was a weight mismatch for it sure. was it, what was the she won that fight though yeah i feel like it's I like, like to a, think so her name was brooke cox okay i was just saying it was like the seinfeld it's like dolores yeah that wasn't it and then they they did, you know, they asked for crowd noise at the end or they whatever. They basically asked who wants Cox. Yes. And then they they loudly proclaimed that Cox always wins. <laughs> but anyway, she was, I would, maybe I'm exaggerating, but I would hazard to guess that she was outweighed by about 40 pounds. Wow. Yeah. In that fight. And so you're saying it was a big Cox? It was a big old Brook Cox. <sighs> okay. Um,. But you, Dave mentioned like never having been hit before or whatever. Like she emailed Danny Bayless like a week before because they had announced something on the air that somebody, one of the girls, had dropped out, and she emailed him, "Is it still available? I'd like to do it." Never did anything. Oh wow! Never 
any fighting. She's in good training. shape though. She works yeah. out. But she that's, never done anything like bold. that. And that's what but that was her first thing was in the first round, the first time she was throwing punches, or whatever, and this girl threw like a haymaker and just hit her square in the face and turned her head. She said that was it was an OS moment for sure. And I, oh, I was gonna say I was watching ringside and then that's a weird feeling to see your wife just get hit just <laughs> square in the face and I kinda had the pitch a tit. <laughs> kinda had the throw the damn towel look like from Rocky Four, you know. I really thought she was gonna get hurt or just embarrassed, you know. Yeah. Um but she the first round didn't go well. The next two rounds went much, much better. I feel like she was also Throwing a lot more punches towards the end because oh, yeah. of being in much better shape yeah. overall. Yeah. So that theory came true, and I think if you really went to a legit judge, she probably won on just strikes. Probably. Landed. I mean, but you're never going to overcome somebody with that last name no. in, in a like crowd that. full of men. Yeah. No. It's going to be really no, hard. not at all. I'll say this, and of course, this is coming from somewhat a side of ignorance because I've never like box someone like just for real no headgear like pro boxing but i have worn headgear in thrown punches and i expected that it hurts way more than you think it would like you put on the headgear you're yeah. like all right i can take a few just punches padding, yeah. yeah and you take the first one you're like whoa that's yeah I, and i don't have the no headgear to compare it to right. but it definitely hurts with it on yeah it's just not it's just not something I'm interested in. I, w- I would argue of the three of us, I have the least desire to do it. I know Dave is the. I know Dave would be the most likely to. Do yeah, it. I think so too. But I would argue between the two of us, I would be less likely than you. Uh, I think it's pretty close, but yeah, I, I would agree to that. But yeah, I mean, I'm not even sure if they like set me up with somebody I outweighed by 50 pounds that had never fought. If I do it, I. Just on the outside chance that I'd still yeah. get caught. Well, that, that's the thing is, what would you have to gain at that point? I mean, if you if you beat up a midget, everybody's like, dude, you beat up a midget, you know? Yeah. That's like the quintessential can't win. Yeah. So. But yeah, I'll be interested to see. I'm going to try to make it out uh, this year if if it allows. They're doing it indoors this year, so. Is that the bomb? That's a, that's a plus. So bomb one of my, factory. yeah, one of my biggest uh, complaints about the scheduling of that event is that they pick the hottest time of year to do an outside event, and they've been yeah. lucky a lot of years with catching a decent weather day, but, but uh, yeah, I've never understood why they didn't just do that in the fall or do it inside, so I'm yeah. glad to see that after, yeah, 10 or 15 years of doing it that my suggestions finally heeded. Will you periscope the entire event for me i will not be able to make it i will be at a company function really i will is this the baseball game i will be going to the baseball game yeah where the, are you, the rough riders game are you sitting in seats we're sitting on a one of the party decks let me is just ask what's going yeah, on let me ask this is your seat inflatable <laughs> no no we will not be this will not be a lazy river Event. Oh, I thought you so said that was a done deal. You're no. sidestepping the surefire sexual harassment suit. The uh, parties involved that we are celebrating at this company event um, declined the Lazy River option. I left it to them to decide as to what they wanted to do, and there's there's a budget for this thing, and they decided that that was not something they were interested in. So <laughs> I hope it's a really hot day and that you guys are just looking at that cool lazy river down there. 
You'd probably still just buy a ticket to get in there on the day of and just letting jump you know in. That money was the only thing standing between you and true happiness. Let it day. all just let it all hang out. But no, that's not gonna happen. So we have like a, a party deck at one of the Rough Riders games and it's gonna be I think it's safe to say it's gonna be pretty lit. But that's not what you're doing the night of fight night. Yeah, that is the night oh, of that fight is the night. night. Yeah, okay. on the thirty first. So There you go. Well, if my buddy, uh, and I say buddy loosely, my acquaintance. It's a guy you know. It's a guy I used to yeah. gamble with. Let's, we'll just leave it at that. Golly. Um, I got one of the funniest texts from that guy, and it was mainly because I didn't have his number in my phone because <laughs> we're not that good of friends. So imagine this, Glenn. You get a text from a number. Like, you know, it shows the number, so it's not anyone you know. Yeah, right. And it's just, the text just says, hey, I found your black doppelganger. <laughs> and I'm like, who is this? And then he sends a picture, and I'm looking at him like, wow, that really guy, that guy does look a lot like me. Do you still have this? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I want to see this. I need to find it. I need to see this I think picture. I screenshot it, and then I had the real awkward, man, that's funny. Who is who this? Is this? <laughs> and it was this guy that's probably going to be at fight night. Yeah, who's going to yeah. be destroyed and humiliated in front of thousands of people. Yeah. Another fun fact about that guy who, I don't know, we're going to have to title the episode That Guy, I guess, because we've talked about him for 15 minutes. He, uh, within the last few years, passed out on an airplane to the point where they had to divert the flight because of him. Alcohol-related or, like, Uh, illness? No, uh, unknown illness. And, uh, yeah, I wonder if if we should disclose that to fight night. As we did our episode of, yeah, some people are just prone to passing out. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to Apollo Creed So, it. yeah, no kidding. Uh, so if he gets confirmed for this, maybe we can talk further offline. But maybe like the day of, we can we can send something out as to who, who this dude is and who yeah, you need try to be to rooting for. Yeah, try to get him for. some support and then yeah. maybe uh, put out a line on the fight. Ooh, I'm interested. <laughs> be like a plus 650. Yeah, <laughs> go reopen Uncle Roger's picks for one last hurrah. <laughs> He told me he was going to shave his head into the Drago, so if he does that... Seriously. I told him... I mean, he's kind of a big, pale, blonde-headed yeah. guy. I said, man, you got a lot of the, the Drago makeup already going so for he you. Need, he needs to... He's transforming from the Jim Gaffigan look he's throwing down right now yeah. into Ivan Drago in three weeks. Well, I'm sure the uh, text of, hey, do you know where to get some good Drago boxing trunks is coming soon. Um, apparently, I know everything about boxing. I wonder if I haven't been in several years. Does each fighter get like their own walkout music, or was that? Because I know for they did it for the they did it for the Jake fight. I I know they did for the Jake and Mike and Dunkaville fight because I remember listening to that one, but I didn't listen to the other, so I didn't know if they did that for everybody. It seems like a good bit. Yeah, I'm sure if you wanted to spice it up a little bit, could go that route, especially now that they're going to be inside with probably a little bit better production value. I don't know because I remember we had a fight night in college that was a, like officially sponsored and different I don't think you had to be like in a fraternity or a sorority to be in it but usually the guys that were doing it were frat guys it seemed like but um, yeah it was a it was a good bit that they had you know the walkout music and you could have a certain number of people essentially be like in your whatever you want to call it your posse or whatever to yeah, walk out corner, with right? you yeah sure. so that's a good bit if they don't do that they need to because if I ever pictured myself participating in Fight Night, I would definitely want walkout music of some type. Because otherwise, be the I'd feel Ruth just, Ned Odor walk-up music. 
<laughs> be despacito. <laughs> Otherwise, I'd feel like it would just be really awkward if I'm just kind of walking out there with nothing going on and everybody just looking at me. Yeah. If I did it, I'd just do the uh, complete Undertaker entrance with the That'd be awesome. funeral dirge, the lights out, and then... When I raised my hand, fire would shoot out of all four of the ring posts. Can I, can I walk out with the urn? Yeah. <laughs> that would actually be a funny bit if you had a guy that looked like Paul Bear. Do we know anybody that looks like Paul Bear? <laughs> May he rest in peace. Corn dog. <laughs> yeah. It was the actually, first guy that I thought, guy of. I thought of. Too. Get a little makeup and yeah. get him some corn dogs. Yeah, give him jet black, a jet black wig and pale him up a little bit. We might have us a Paul Bear. If they have it at the bomb factory, there's a, there's a way you could rappel down to the ring, so... That might open up some options. Um, Thank you. Too soon. Yeah. Too soon. Hey, you guys want some... This may interest you. Uh, Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's daughter. Okay. On uh, Tuesday Night Smackdown. A little bit of a wardrobe malfunction. Oh, no. And it was awesome because it was uh, she was wrestling another uh, lady named uh, Lana. And they were doing like a sunset flip. And when Lana flipped over, she pulled like the back of her her shorts down but you can't see it because the cameras are on the other side but it's you can see the crowd like react <laughs> and, like, and then like a real loud thank you lana chant comes out <laughs> it was pretty amazing hashtag bottom <laughs> so bottom wow thoughts and prayers reed flair so uh we actually intended to uh talk about food during this yeah, during I like this episode. I like I like to eat. Yeah. Well, I think this this came about as of a discussion that I showed very in-depth show discussion we had about like hey, maybe we had to try to tackle a topic every now and then on the show. Like once a quarter. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about maybe putting a little bit of work into it occasionally. And I think what we discussed so far was more along the lines of things we will absolutely not eat or yeah. avoid at all costs. Yeah, so so what I what I said we start with is, and I asked you guys for five, but but these are five things that you won't eat, and it has to be, it has to be like fairly common things. You can't you know you can't say that you know you won't eat uh, shark or something that no nobody eats. Although, I'm probably not gonna eat eat shark. I don't know. And uh, and uh, if you want, I can go first. I've, I I think you should. I've I got think notes you should here. Bat lead off here. Yeah, I can bat lead off. We know Dave eats ranch dressing, so if he puts that on the list, we're going to know this whole thing's a joke. <laughs> and then I thought, so we do we do that, and then uh, once we go through our things we won't eat, then I, th- I thought we could do some uh, interesting uh, either food preferences or order stipulations okay. that may be a little bit... I have a couple of ideas there. Yeah. And then I think you wanted to also get into uh, just shocking food mishaps or things that have happened, uh, unfortunate things that have happened. Sure, sure. Like, have you ever eaten human excrement by mistake? No. If that happened, would you classify it as a food mishap? Yes. Or a life mishap? Was it cooked into your pancakes or what? Well, if that's ever happened to me, it wasn't because of anything I did. I'm always on my best behavior at restaurants because I fear that. I don't care how bad things are going. It's always, please, thank oh, you. Oh, I'm very careful, yeah. If it's not any trouble, would you mind doing... Yeah. yeah would you mind bringing me what I ordered? <laughs> <laughs> you have any chips back there? Whatever it takes. Okay, things I won't eat. Common things I won't eat. I will not eat a tomato. It's sad. So won't sad. Won't eat a tomato. Um, 
but I do eat salsa, ketchup, those kind of things. I just won't eat a tomato. So tomatoes on a sandwich, it's coming off. Diced tomatoes in a salad, not eating them. Don't eat tomatoes. I don't eat tomatoes because I hate the way they taste. I, I, it's not. There's no other reason. It's not textural. It's not sexual. It's. I just hate the way they taste. I'm no interest in them. If I had to, I would eat a tomato like an apple. I've seen people do it. My mother does that. She it's will, delicious. She will sit down and eat a tomato like an apple. That's such a weird, if I had to. Well, you know. If someone has, like, the Aceveda incident, it's a tomato. See, now, here's another thing. If I had the Aceveda incident and was handed a tomato or the Aceveda, I'm not you're snap grabbing the tomato. I'm at least <laughs> well, thinking about you're it. At least, you're, you're kind of balancing things. Yeah, I'm going to at least give it, give wow. it a You're like, how a little bit do you have thought. a sheet of paper? I'd like to put a pros and cons list together here. Put a pros and cons. Okay, so this next one, I don't know if this counts for the list, but I don't eat raw red onions, but I love them. I just can't eat them because it gives me the most outrageous killer heartburn, like to the point of where I can barely function, so I can't eat them. Is eating raw red onions common? Well, I mean, they put them on burgers, they put them in yes, salads. Salads, yeah. Uh, some salsas. Like, I'll inadvertently ingest one or two, and it, it, it's it's a pretty much a fatal blow if that happens. I always feel bad. Like, they put that on salads. And a lot, oh, yeah. of, a lot of places, like, you order one and they'll ask you if, if you want that on there. And I'll just be like, yeah, you know, whatever. Just put it on there. I'll take it. And then the instant they bring it out, I'll just take the two rings of onion oh, gosh, off yeah. and put them on the plate. And I'm like, and every time I think to myself, why did I just say no yeah. onions? Instead, I've, yeah. I've, I've wasted these two poor onions that some Somalian could be eating. And, hey, when we get to, uh, when we get to the part where we're going to talk about order idiosyncrasies, I've got more along those lines that you may find interesting. Um, third thing that I just will not eat, and this may surprise you too because I think of the three of us, I'm accused of being a douchebag more than you two, and I'm a member of a country club. Accurately. That's a runaway victory. That yeah. is Usain Bolt <laughs> against Tyrion Lannister. And I, I frequently find myself at boutique hotels oh and high-end I do not eat sushi I don't do it really well don't do it okay so you're talking real sushi or are you talking about like California rolls I'm talking about both but oh, man. I mean you're missing essentially out real sushi and this goes back to and we can talk about this more in a minute but just just some real food hang-ups I have with food prep and and just yeah the idea of things not being cooked um, I can't handle it how do you order your steak though Medium rare. That's not really cooked There's a beef that much. exemption, isn't there? Oh. That's what I'm going to understand. Okay, so this next one is... is Hashtag a, MAGA. This next one is a weird one. I don't eat expensive and or high-end fish. So I will eat fried catfish. I will eat... Fish sticks. I will eat filet fish. I will not eat like a nice grilled piece of salmon or something like that you would order that would you cost know, more than fifteen or twenty dollars. I'm more into the cheap end of fish. I think we're aligned here. I think it's the monetary thing. I don't think it's the taste of the uh-huh. of the high end fish. Right. I think it's if I'm going to spend whatever yeah 24.99 yeah i would rather have a steak than some nice smoked salmon yeah i think that's for for sure part of it because pretty much 
any place you go where that's going to be an option, the steak is also an option. And I'm never going to, I'm never going to pass on the steak to choose the fish. That, that just can't happen. I will exercise the swordfish exemption here, though. I've been with you at the at Cooperstown, New York, in an Italian restaurant that was probably about like on par with like maybe like a really rundown Fazoli's, <laughs> and you ordered a swordfish. And I had it on the menu. I asked the waitress if it, if it was good. She said yes. I mean, what do you want me to do? <laughs> Accuse her of being a liar? It was I delicious. I guarantee you the swordfish was better than the chicken parm that Mr. Sandwich got. Yeah, the sor- the chicken parm, I don't remember what I got that night, but it was a, I didn't find it exceptional. But still, swordfish was an odd, an odd move. It was and excellent. Then, then my fifth thing is... Um, anything with alfredo sauce and this sucks because i used to love alfredo sauce but i had a horrific yeah. alfredo sauce experience mm. in las vegas that that pretty much mm. cannot cannot even stomach hardly talking about it much less ingesting it ever again that trip uh tommy actually had to stay like we were flying out the next day oh wow and he had the aria so mm. bad couldn't get on the plane that in like the rental car was under his name. I had to go turn it in and fake like I was him. Meanwhile, he's holed up in the hospice ward of the Bellagio, <laughs> begging for death. If I was on a <laughs> private plane and they allowed me to sit on a toilet the whole way home, I might have gone. Man, that was the only only chance. Hold on, quick aside. Could you do that? Could you get on a commercial like an American flight? Immediately go in the bathroom and just tell the flight attendants. Listen, this is the only way it's happening. I think if you explained it beforehand, I don't know how cool they would be with it. I mean, how many bathrooms are on this thing? Oh, There's no way because you have to be in your seat with a seatbelt per FAA regulations for, for takeoff. takeoff and landing. If you could make it through takeoff. Yeah, I couldn't have that day. But our friend, even when we were just in Vegas like last month, our friend said they had to turn his plane around because somebody threw up when they were backing out of the gate. And they wouldn't let him fly. They made oh, him get off the wow. plane because they said, "If you're too sick to even make it till we yeah. take off, yeah, you're done." Wow. Was he sick or was he had he just drank too much? Well, I don't know. I mean, Maurice it wasn't our friend. He just said that he was annoyed because his he flight didn't ask delayed. him. Just, yeah. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, listen, what's going on? Here? Good lady. So I, I noticed you just threw up. So let me ask you. And I have a podcast. <laughs> yeah, I have a podcast. And where did you eat? No. So, uh, but they, those are my. This is my five things that I, I'm not eating. So Alfredo sauce. Yeah. I'm out unless there's also several pieces of finely sliced grilled chicken involved. Yeah. If you're talking just noodles and Alfredo. Yeah. Uh, that's Chicken Alfredo used to be my go-to move. Yeah. And now it's not. And it sucks because a lot of times that is a much preferable order yeah. than uh, just yeah like you said going with the chicken parm or whatever but I tell I you the it. chicken alfredo is not if you're looking to get kick ass abs <laughs> alfredo sauce is not the way to go and I am you know that that's all I talk about off air is my desire to really get abs it's all we can do to keep it off the podcast <laughs> yeah we have to edit it out in post production <laughs> him doing crunches like yeah, yeah. Just hanging, just hanging set out, guys. upside down from the ceiling and just doing inverted crunches. <laughs> Dave, is there anything that you won't eat? Um, Dave yeah. just wrote down vegetables. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like he just he just wrote down everything but cheeseburgers. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was still, I maybe early married or still dating my wife, and she said, uh, "Well, she, you know, 
as we always promote, you should never stop dating your wife. She had been so around true. Dave a few times, and she said, does your friend Dave eat anything but nachos? <laughs> because I think he had pulled the, every time we'd gone anywhere together to eat, had always ordered the nachos, even if it didn't really make sense with the rest of what the restaurant had going. You're like at a Brahms or a yeah. Three Forks. And you're so you like, got some chips and cheese? Okay, look, here's what I want you to do. I'll tell you how to broiler. do it. I don't want to go a la carte here. You got any chips? <laughs> We can make this happen. Um, no, I had uh, actually this one. Um, as you guys may have noticed, I had a nice plate of nachos from uh, Rosa's. I only saw the remnants of what it was left over. It was a monstrous plate of nachos that were consumed before when this I, started. When I showed up here at, at Tommy Outdoor Studios, when I uh, arrived home from work, my wife had made a nice spaghetti dinner. Generic. The nachos are eaten because I do not eat spaghetti. Oh, no. So, I, so why would your wife, after this many years of marriage, spite? do that to you? Yeah. Hatred. <laughs> no, would, she... Would this be spaghetti with just sauce or meat. sauce and meat? And meat. What Why? What revolts you about it? I don't like the uh, the texture. I don't like the noodles. There's too many of them, for one. It's difficult Man. to eat. Well, I, I, I'll give you that. Right, I don't but like eating. Stop me from eating. I don't like eating food that's difficult, which we'll go into number number two. He's gonna go number two on us. Um, uh, and this is actually like here. a bigger, a bigger because I don't eat any seafood. But anytime someone orders like crab legs, oh, I always okay. think that's way too much work. Yeah, like I'm not. But I don't eat any seafood. Shrimp, fried shrimp. Yeah. Oh, I love, love me some fried shrimp. Um, there are a few things. We've covered the swordfish <laughs> issue. Oh, we've covered yeah. the swordfish. But I'm not a huge... I'm not opposed to seafood, but it's definitely not preferred. Oh, no. I Man, give me some... Give me some good fried shrimp or prawns or shrimp cocktails. You like shrimp cocktails? Nah. Oh, that, man. That seems like diarrhea in a, in a little glass jar or something, whatever they serve no, it in. Oh, no. That's, that's just good. Seems, good strong. I, I just picture that's something eating. they've had just sitting back there for days and days. And they're like, finally, someone ordered the shrimp cocktail. <laughs> I don't have to smell it anymore. Well, maybe at Brahms, but <laughs> <laughs> not the places I would order that. So so number number two was crab legs? Well, just any seafood. Oh, any seafood. I will okay. say this. I have one exception, and that's lobster bisque. If you go to a nice like steak restaurant. Yeah, but soup is easy to eat. Yeah, and it's yeah. nice and creamy. So I feel like if Dave's used his second is for all seafood, that by the time we get to number five, we're only going to be able to trace nachos out of what's left. <laughs> um, it's going to be all vegetables, all seafood. Number three is I don't eat anything that's predominantly chocolate. Oh, that's interesting. Like chocolate chip cookies, I'll eat. But okay. like chocolate cake, chocolate ice cream, anything that the majority wow. of it is chocolate, I'm out. Interesting. So you don't. You're not a brown. Not a brownie. Brownie guy. Brownie guy. Guy. Not a brownie guy. Only if they're kind of chewy, gooey brownies, like somebody that makes them where they're like dried, like cakey. I'm out. Oh no! I see. I, I I'm. I love. Uh, I love any kind of brownie. Yeah. Hot fudge. All that stuff. I'm not a big dessert person. I have a few things that I'm in, but see, I love. I'll. I'll. 
go on tears while I'll eat ice cream every night for like six months. That's not a good idea. No, it's not. Like, is that not, good for your abs? That's not optimal. <laughs> I like dessert, but in very small quantity. Like, yeah, I'll but, have one scoop of ice cream or like yeah. one cookie or something, but not no, not I, any kind of. I'm not like a. If I ever like got real depressed, I wouldn't go eat like a tub of ice cream. That'd be like the last thing. No, I'd do, like, and and eat. my wife will just on like a whim be like, "Oh, I want to make some chocolate chip cookies." I'll use that as an example, and we'll make like, and this was much more of an issue, I guess, before kids, before No two explode. Yeah, that too. Um, <laughs> before I was obsessed with nothing but abs. Uh, but she would make. She'd be like, "Oh, I want to make cookies." Because she wanted, like, a cookie. So she'd make, like, two dozen. We had no kids to pawn these off that, hey, eat all these or anything like that. She would make, like, two dozen cookies. And she'd eat, like, one or two. And she'd be like, oh, I made some cookies or whatever. I'm just not a big dessert guy. So I'd walk in there and I'd be like, all right, I'll have one. And, like, days later, we would throw away, like, 16 cookies. She's like, you know, I made all these cookies. You didn't eat them. I'm like, this is what happens every time. And you know there are people that probably you know that if there was two dozen cookies in their kitchen, they wouldn't last the night. I that they cannot help themselves. But to, I would but rather eat. Well, I'd rather eat like a thousand French fries than yeah. five cookies. But like even just a regular meal, you run through however many courses, and then you have dessert. If you tell me I've got you know whatever appetizer and then like steak and then some sides and then what you know whatever Man, what kind dessert? of are you eat jeez I, I had a sandwich for dinner <laughs> I had a grilled I eat bologna like every day um but let's say that's an example i'd rather just go ahead and cross out the dessert and just bring me more steak yeah <laughs> or bring me more you know whatever mashed potatoes or i'll just x out the dessert i'm with you there i the Whatever I've ordered as my entree, I'm always more excited about than any kind of dessert. Yeah. Um, let's. I don't want to bog down here. After Glenn does his list, I want to loop back to over, over making cookies, having too many cookies. Okay. All right. So fourth on my list, I don't eat French toast. Eh. And You're I, not missing and I, out on a whole lot. I know that this guy right here is such an aficionado of pancakes. That at one point in his life, he used to carry his own syrup with him. That is true. I do love pancakes. Because he didn't feel like the syrup at certain restaurants was up to the level of syrup that he needed. That's are, true. Are you always a maple syrup guy? I do like maple syrup. I'm not like one of those where it has to be like from somewhere in Canada. Vermont. Yeah. I'm not necessarily like that guy. But do you, you ever do you ever do bits with your syrup? Like do the strawberry or blueberry? No, 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 no. Man, some strawberry syrup. Look into that. Communist son of a Look into it. You know what I've encountered a couple of times recently at nicer restaurants is the heated syrup. I hate that. I want my syrup room temperature. I don't yeah. want the hot syrup. I want my syrup out of like the uh, peel-off ketchup Whataburger containers <laughs> that you pour out. <laughs> It's not. It's not entirely. No, um, I'm. I'm not. So, what is it about you? French toast? Because I love French toast, but I also love waffles and pancakes. Like it's just French toast is more work than pancakes, and so far inadequate in taste. Like comparatively, what do you mean by more work? It's harder to make French toast than it yeah. is to make pancakes. 
Oh, I disagree. I think there's more steps in French yeah, toast. Yeah, you just dunk some bread and egg and throw it on the pan. Yeah, you know what? You throw batter in the pan and you have a pancake. You don't yeah. dunk it in anything. I think no. you're at least one step shorter in pancakes. I'll tell you what we'll do here is and if, here, if she's still awake, we'll we'll bring the woman that I'm currently married to. Will she make us? We will some ask her. No, we will ask her a toast? question. We will ask her a question. Which is harder to make? French toast or pancakes, and I bet you she will say pancakes. She will just be excited that that's the question that follows our, are you still awake? <laughs> <laughs> you still up? Is that what you just sent her? Um, <laughs> no doubt she's faking like she's asleep. But no, hey, I, if, a lot of times in a restaurant, I'll opt for French toast. I feel like it's a safer option sometimes. I feel like some restaurants really goof pancakes up, and they're too heavy and just dense, and I feel like no. With French toast, you're pretty much guaranteed to get a delicious product, harder to screw up. Unless it's sourdough French toast and then F that oh, restaurant. No. no. That Is F- that even a thing? That sounds... Oh, that's a real thing. That and sounds it's horrible. That sounds Romanian or something. If there are eggs involved, I'll just have the eggs. <laughs> and, you, you and you may prepare them essentially any way you want to. I've eaten, even done the Rocky as a, as a bit to see... Just the the raw egg, egg into the into the glass. How was that? Uh, I didn't vomit, but I don't ever want to do it again. <laughs> it was not. It was not fun. When we do the uh, this Navy SEAL challenge. You need to do that right before or right after. So I did that. Uh, the fantasy football league that I'm still in. We've almost it was going on like 20 years now. We used to do a bit. Uh, before our like draft lottery to make like a video, and one of the years was it was a Rocky montage, like a tra- like we were training for fantasy football. Nice. This is all before we had kids, and you have so much time that you're just like, what can I do to fill up my time? I remember those days. Yeah, those were good days. And part of it was uh, of the bit was there was three of us, and we all put like raw eggs into a glass, and as the camera's rolling, and like you know take it down, and like mine, I remember. I like took it down, and then you can tell that I kind of, I kind of gagged just like slightly as I'm walking out of the room. Roman incident? No, not quite. Okay, not quite. Didn't make it all the way up, but that yolk was. So you know when you're when you're videotaping stuff, you could pretend. Yeah, but we wanted to be authentic. It's gotta be real. Yeah. Hey, pal. Fans will know. As we were authentic, is a scene of me sprinting down the the road and and uh the other two guys were in like somebody's forerunner just filming it with their handheld camera down a residential street oh my god and then the police were called what a waste of time what's number five on the list um salads of any kind <laughs> <laughs> i like to say i'm surprised this guy you know <sighs> salads i love salads i think i can tolerate the salad. Um, All right, well, she's going to come out here and settle. We're going to okay. We're, let's we're ask. Let's out. ask the question. Be we very careful because if you step on that, we're, the whole podcast is dead. So step over that. We need the answer on mic too. No, no. So, so this is the woman that I'm currently married to. Say hello. Hey. You got to get closer than that. Hello. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. Right, wow. You guys are going to have to leave. Don't step back on that. <laughs> Listenership just went up like twenty percent. So here's the question. And, and I don't want you to overthink this. This is a food yeah, first question. thing that comes to this your is mind. A food question. So I just want you to. I want to pose a question, and I want you to just answer. And we're going to see who's right, me or Point Break Dave. 
if you're cooking breakfast and you have to either make pancakes or make French toast, which is more difficult to make? Pancakes. Thank you very much. I rest my case. And the answer is because French toast, all you have to do is just dip the bread in egg and put it on the griddle, right? Egg and milk and cinnamon. Egg, milk, and cinnamon mixed up. Wow, and cinnamon. And if you're going to make homemade pancakes, yes, it's more involved. You get the Aunt Jemima complete mix, and it's just water and whatever's in the box. It's a weird brand for you to pick. We're not going to go back and uh, armchair quarterback this. I was right, and I would like a written apology. Man. On the pancakes. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks for all your courage. I'll be in later. Be ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, had a, she had a gag reflex after you said that. <laughs> kind of like with the raw egg. Just came up <laughs> just a little bit. And then yeah, she's like, didn't quite vomit. Uh-oh. <laughs> the cat barely fit through the door. Uh, all right, so let's go down your protein. list real quick here, and then we're going <laughs> to... Uh, we're going to get to... Uh, is, this, is it my turn yeah, now? Yeah, it's your turn. Then we're going to get to ordering stipulations. All right, so here's the deal with my list. I had a list, and I forgot my notes. Which so means you didn't do any research for the show. So uh, first on the list that I can recall, olives. Oh, I love olives. F out of here. Wow. I Olive. actually ordered olives as an appetizer at a restaurant this that week. That doesn't even make yeah. sense. That's not even a real thing. It's a true, true thing. We went to a Greek restaurant, and they had an olives and feta appetizer, and that's what, that's what we got. And it was yeah, amazing. It's, it's the worst fetish I've ever heard. As, as, feta-ish. As Dutch once said, if my tone sounds superior, it's because I'm American and you're Greek. <laughs> so... Yeah, I mean, even like on a supreme pizza. See, which I don't like them on pizza, though. So I'll support you there, but I okay. love them uh, in the wild or on a salad. But like on a, on a pizza. supreme pizza with all of God's glory on there, I will flick the black yeah, I, I, olive I, I, I or the green olive off of there. I support you. Uh, raisins. That's a weird one. Out. That seems like a pretty neutral flavor, like not something that would be highly offensive to anybody. Kids it's like, eat raisins. It's like something that's tasty, and then you say, well, let's just dry out everything that's good about it and then serve it to you. And my worst fear is someone makes or brings like the batch or box of cookies. Oh, and, and I'm like, raisin? hey, look, there's a chocolate chip cookie. And then I bite into an oatmeal raisin. See, oatmeal raisin cookies aren't bad. I would. I want to sling. <laughs> Not to the break belt. into the code to America. You out of your mind, speech here, boy. I want to sling the belt over the door wow. frame if I bite into an oatmeal raisin cookie. Wow. Man, in Sorry, the Chester. in the large variety of cookies, oatmeal raisin is near the top, and there's so many that are so much worse. Oatmeal raisin may be the goat, actually. I'm kind of leaning towards Tommy, and you I have, hate to agree wow. with Tommy. You can have all of it. Um, this kind of, I'll save this, maybe I'll save this for the end. Um, the next one, and I believe it's one of those fake holidays in, in recognition, I guess, of this. S'mores are terrible. I'm going to agree. Wow. A lot of work. Way too much work. Not a good payoff. Wow. Now, I don't like making them, but I'll eat one, man. If if, if uh, somebody walked up here right now and handed me a s'more, I'm in. I'm not big on marshmallows in general. Really? I like them in hot chocolate 
If you have some, where hot else chocolate, do you eat them though? Like, like people eat just marshmallows. Oh, really? yeah, that's true. It's like my only experience with marshmallows is s'mores and hot chocolate. I, I don't encounter them in any other place. But s'mores, I'm not really big on the marshmallow. I like chocolate. I like graham crackers, but I don't want them together. I don't want it all melted together into this giant blob of yeah. mess. There's some restaurant. I don't remember if it was like Bishop Arts. It was like one of those kind of places. And I got drugged there, and their bit was yo what there drugged drug oh <laughs> basically my wife and her friends wanted to go there he was, he was drugged oh and i see what was happening here yeah and their bit was like the table had like these basically bunsen burner type things and at the end they brought out graham crackers and hershey's and marshmallows and okay. you ate them and that sounds that great. was basically the only reason all these girls wanted to go there and it was a combo of getting to the end of the meal and not really wanting dessert at all. And yeah. then they bring it out and you're like, now it's not even a dessert I like. No, I mean, in that situation, I would have gladly eaten the graham cracker and the piece of chocolate. I would have flicked the marshmallow across the table. <laughs> On fire. Uh, preferably. And then you would have went outside and punched a valet. Maybe so. Well, we might get to that. Might get to that. Oh, we're not going to have time to get to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so we talked about those. S'mores. You mentioned... Food that is too much work and it's not worthwhile, crawfish. Oh yeah, I would. I could have put that Out. on my list. Yeah, that that gets too close to my uh, anti sushi. I mean, I know they're cooked, but you just got the whole, you know, what what you have to do. I'm not going to say it because I don't want it to be marked later. But <laughs> well, have you ever been to a crawfish boil? I have. It's just like the first one I ever went to, and There's I was a lot of sanitary concerns there. That's true. The and trash then, can full of crawfish. Yeah, yeah, I can't do that. And then I'm playing along. I'm like, this is the first one of these I've been to. Let's do this. And then I'm looking at people like, this is way too much work for like one fourth of a bite of food. So there's actually a buddy of mine that he and his wife do a crawfish boil every year, and. By now, all the people they invite, a lot of people have kids. So, and kids, one, don't really eat that. And two, because of how they cook it or whatever, it's pretty spicy and whatever. So, kids That's very, very descriptive sentence there. They do whatever, and then however they do it, they just eat it and whatever. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's what you just said. I don't know what goes into this. <laughs> it, was very, it was very good I painting a, the picture with words. I eat a lot of Snickers and bologna, okay? <laughs> I don't know what happens with cooking. Um... But they always specify, like, okay, for the kids, we'll have hot dogs. <laughs> so there's a bunch of kids. <laughs> and Glenn there's Glenn. <laughs> there's Glenn 3 underscore 11 with a paper plate of four hot dogs on it. Joey Chestnut. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just dunking them in the Just glass of water. And Let's be honest. Anything ever come out of Louisiana that was good? Um, huh. Their casinos aren't that great. No. Crawfish ain't that great. I mean, there were some college football players that relocated to Texas a few years back that have done us well. I'm going to put them at the top of the list. <laughs> yeah. All right, what's number five on your list? Um, I just don't want to eat anything Asian. Because <laughs> Bobby's going to take exception. You just can't trust those people. <laughs> Man, I, I love uh, love Chinese food. Eh, I can kind of take it or leave it. That is a uh, that is a go to move. 
but I think I I think I actually am a fan of like Asian fusion type food. That's just, just, basically it's just, just American. It's just Americanized. But like the true real deal, I don't know. Kind of falls back on like the seafood type thing. I'm like, don't you have like a cow back there you can <laughs> slice up a little bit, put it next to some taters, <laughs> Dave. Dave likes him some payway, but he has a he has some odd ordering stipulations there. That's where I want to go next, though. I'll tell you a couple of mine. Maybe that'll get you guys thinking. Well, before we go there, okay. can I sure. circle back to cookies? Of course. Do you guys ever get the like neighbor that brings over, especially maybe around Christmas, that brings over like the tin of cookies they baked? No, because I don't know who any of my neighbors are and don't want to. We get that, and I have never once eaten one. I throw them you all throw them away. Because you think because they put I'm cyanide? Not, I'm not I'm not entirely confident that they were made properly and that worries me, so I throw them all away every time. We have uh, Usually right in front of them. They just uh, hand it I just turn it upside down and dump it on the ground. <laughs> hey come in for a second. <laughs> uh we have a neighbor who's ex- extremely nice and will bring us stuff like even for just holidays it'd be like july 4th and she'll bring over whatever some july 4th themed cookies or maybe something else why are you making that motion with your hand right now and i would Freedom s- fries. yeah i would say like 70 percent of the time it doesn't get consumed not because of out of fear it's just usually like it's like a tin of something and it gets set on the counter and then like two months later we're like oh yeah we didn't eat these and we throw Mine's them away entirely out of fear yeah that's funny so odd ordering stipulation so here's one if i order a hamburger in a restaurant which i do all the time i don't want tomatoes on there which we've already covered because i don't like them that's fairly common i don't want onions on there which we've already covered also pretty common i always order it with all the veggies i never ask them to leave it off because i want to be the one to take it off Always. Don't you always also order it well done? Oh, yeah. No, if, if it's ground beef, I don't want any pink in there. It's got to be well done. And I'm even talking about if you go somewhere nice where they say, look, we grind all our meat in-house. There's nothing to worry about. We can cook it all the way down to medium rare. Well, I want it you, well done. Well, what about when you go to Whataburger? Do you tell them, hey, make sure and make my number one with cheese and jalapenos well done? No, 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 no. I, fast food, they have to cook it well done. I'm just talking about like okay. somewhere where there's an option. Like if I went to Snuffers okay. or you know, some somewhere like that where they, they ask you what temperature you want it. But no, the, and the thing with the veggies is I feel like that if you if you have them remove vegetables, so if I say I don't want onions and I don't want tomatoes, that they but they, they're not going to put it on there to begin with. No, but I feel like if you tell them you don't want it, that they replace it by putting more mayonnaise on there, more sauce, and I don't like that. So I feel like to get the right amount of everything else, they have to build it the way they're comfortable building it, and then I can disassemble what I don't want. And Whataburger really is the only exception because they have the the chopped onions, which I really can't eat, so I have them take those off. But other than that. Anywhere else, I'm getting everything on there, and then I'm picking it off. That's that's just how I roll on that. It's a little, it's a little weird, but a little weird. it works out like if I'm with you, and you're like, hey, I have these two tomato slices I do not want anymore. Mm-hmm. You can discard them immediately to my Whataburger. <laughs> you guys share food. That's cute. And we will dock, <laughs> we will dock burgers. Yeah. Uh, another one is I won't eat ketchup on any meat. 
So I will not put ketchup on a burger. We'll not put ketchup on a hot dog. We'll not put ketchup on oh, a chicken strip. I'm, what about like the... Uh, I love ketchup with french fries. Do not yeah. eat ketchup on any meat. What about the like ketchup brown sugar on meatloaf? Ah, oh, boy, that, that may be a... I think yeah. that's the whole spectrum of whether you eat meatloaf or not. not I mean, that's not, a, that's not something I eat a lot, but yeah, I would have that. But as far as like ketchup as a condiment, it's only going on french fries. It's I, not going I, on any I, meat. I, I, I eat mustard on hot dogs, mayonnaise on burgers, yeah. no ketchup on any meat. Yeah, I'm not... I'm big ketchup on hamburger. But no. I'll tell you this. I hate that every fast food place has a different like yeah, base d- order. Like yeah. some are ketchup, some are ketchup and mayonnaise, some are just mustard. Like like Whataburger's mustard. Yes, Whataburger's I think mustard. If you're doing really poorly and you have to go to Burger King, <laughs> I think they're mayonnaise. They are mayonnaise, is mayonnaise and ketchup. Burger Street is mustard, mayonnaise, and ketchup. What if are you, they doing? If they you don't specify cloak, you get all they have three. to cloak the subpar meat that they're serving there, I'm sure. Wow. No, but I I really, and this is when I run for office, this is going to be my platform. I'm interested. Nationalize condiments. Everyone's baseline is, I don't care what it is. Ranch on the side. No, I don't care what it is. We just need to all get together. It's a if, weird condiment to have on the side. If Ranch on the side. If we decide it's mustard, that's fine. Yeah. I don't eat it. But everyone does it. It's uniform. So you know... I was really, I was really thinking you were going to be like, we need mayonnaise on everything. <laughs> I'm a big fan of mayonnaise. I'm a, I'm a I'm over, okay. overly big fan of mayonnaise. I can go sandwich or burger if you're putting mustard or mayonnaise, whatever. Mustard yeah, is one. terrible on everything. I like oh, mustard. Man. Okay, I'm not a. I, I, I don't typically eat it on a burger, but I, it's not a deal yeah. breaker. I just can't do ketchup, but love mayonnaise though. Yeah. And then the last thing I said, and then I'll I'll let you guys have a couple. And this is this is more of an eating style thing, but this drives me crazy. Like, if you're dipping chips into salsa, queso, or guacamole, like get just a little bit on the chip. Like, I do not understand the people that like scoop out just the huge glob of anything on there. That that just disgusts me to no end. You need some balance between. You gotta chip just and dip. lightly brush the chip with whatever it is. Just light, just light eh. brush of the chip. No, no major scoops. You can buy that. Yeah, it's all right. Um, the only one I thought of off the top of my head is I feel like, and this probably goes back to me not eating salads and not caring for lettuce. Every place that puts lettuce on tacos puts way too much lettuce. Yeah, it falls out anyway. I always ask, like, no lettuce at all. Because kind of to Tommy's point, you get more of the meat and cheese if you go no lettuce on tacos, I feel like. Except at Jack in the Box where it's already preformed inside the little (laughs) pocket. I'm not sure what they do there. Pouch of fun. (laughs) It is is a magical process. If you will. It's so great. (laughs) It's it's the number two ranked pouch of fun. (laughs) I, I I don't know. It's a close race. I might, we, so, might need a, we might need a playoff. Maybe kind of like what we were talking about earlier. We'd get that piece of paper out. Yeah. Run over the pros and cons. Pros and cons. You, you never had a kid after you ate some tacos. <laughs> I've delivered some things after eating those. <laughs> but they don't. They came out urgently and yeah. unexpectedly. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Any, any uh, weird... Food prep or order stipulations? So over time, 
When it comes, I I love chicken, <laughs> Mark. <laughs> but I don't want chicken anytime bones are involved in any way, shape, or form. No fried chicken. I don't want fried chicken. Wow. If you're like, hey, I'm gonna pick up some chicken, and you roll Is in. Is it because you're you're uh, worried about the animal? No. Okay. And you roll in from everywhere, from from uh, from anywhere that you get it from, and you have a bucket of fried chicken that I got to eat around bones and stuff. I'm like, we have chicken strips. Interesting. Just get the strips. And what about wings? Uh, I would prefer the boneless wings. Really? I just don't want to mess with it. Is it, is it? But are you grossed out by it? No. You just don't want to mess with it. Seems like one effort, and we're probably going back to. Well, never mind. That was somebody else. Um, like the odds of choking. You're increasing the odds of choking by introducing bones into the equation. Man, you've gone soft on us. There are people that, that eat meat but are real freaked out by bones. Like that makes it too real for them. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah. They like don't even they, look like real bones. They don't like, look like human bones. They could bring... Well, we're not talking whoa. about cannibalism whoa. here. They could bring the chicken out beforehand and chop its head off. Have you ever seen an animal killed before it's prepared for... No. So when I was on one of my hottie trips across the pond, All right. we visited our friends in Denmark. Man, this guy. Yeah. And for somebody's birthday, they were... They're roasting a roasting a pig. I saw the pig get killed with one of those little gun things. They like shoot into its head, where it'll oh, kill wow. it immediately. No country for old men. First off, when that happens, the pig knows something bad's about to happen, and when it screams and squeals, it almost sounds like a little kid, which is really Whoa, weird. So I didn't help do this, but I was watching. But they have like this little device. Was the option to help in play? Like, would they have let you pull the uh, no, because it was a uh, two other. It was one, two other guys, and whatever. Okay, but clearly the pig deserved it, right? Oh yeah, I mean he's okay. a pig. <laughs> um, he was asking for it, but yeah, the pig knows something's up, and he's screaming and squealing, and one guy's holding it, and the other guy takes this. It's kind of a gun. I don't know if it's like an air compressed type device, similar to No Country from Old Men. And yeah, like it's just like you pull this thing and it's a little pop and that thing's gone. There's no he silenced pretty quick. Shaking or struggling or anything like that. It just it's out. Right to the cerebral cortex. And then we ate it the next day and it was delicious. Interesting. So I don't care I don't care about that. Okay. But fried chicken used to be okay, but I think it's more of a convenience thing. Um, and then the other I've just never found it to be inconvenient to deliver to you in a bucket already cooked. <laughs> like I gotta eat around all these. It bones. has a convenient handle to hold on to. I don't understand. God should have created chickens without bones. <laughs> um, and then the other thing, when it comes to chicken, if like I roll into somewhere and it's like some kind of you know, it's a party, a banquet, if you will, and they're like, yeah, we got plenty of chicken available, but it's all just the dark meat. And I mean, no offense, but I'm just going to slowly. Back away and be like, I'll just. Well, you know, dark dark meat. On uh, sides. Dark meat chicken's a big player in the Chinese cuisine too. So maybe that can be those a few dots. Yeah, when they run out of cats, <laughs> you take that back. I will not. You never see any stray animals near a China cafe. I'm not sure that you see stray animals near any restaurant except for Cafe Brazil, but. 
Burger King. <laughs> yeah, man. Thoughts and prayers to anybody that goes to Burger King. <laughs> Do you remember when they had the Halloween burger with the black bun? That sounds horrendous. It, it sounds like a really made, bad like, idea. It, it it made your number twos like bright green. <laughs> Look it up. It's hilarious. Like, the internet flipped out. Like, it made your number two not look like a number two? <laughs> yeah. So, we hinted at bad experiences. Yeah. One thing I remember from being, a, from, from being a kid, as a kid, one time, it was I think it was my great-grandmother made goulash. Have oh. you ever had goulash before? It's yeah. Sa- it sounds like basically another name for vomit. Yeah. And it? Not too far off, but it's like a it's like a meat and vegetable stew. I believe it's Hungarian. I think, and I was probably so my great grandmother died when I was like eight, so I was probably like six or seven years old. Because I I remember, I think I was probably already sick or getting sick, but I had some goulash. <laughs> Hours later, I saw plenty of the goulash again, <laughs> and like the the mention of it makes my stomach turn to this day. Well, it's probably uh, good that it's a word no one ever says. No, no, it's a good thing. It's, it's a good thing she didn't serve us like chicken and dumplings <laughs> or something like that. I was actually going to leave out um, things that later resulted in vomit, but there's several of those for me. But one that did not result in vomit that was just shocking um, was actually involved pancakes, oddly enough. Oh, no. Which apparently are very difficult to make. We learned earlier. Uh, no, I went to a went to a restaurant with my dad when I was a little boy, and and uh, ordered you know ordered pancakes and a nice glass of milk, and then just went to take a big slug of the milk, and it was uh, it was like rancid, and oh, that was no. oh, it was just a shocker of a. So w- which Waffle House was this? <laughs> you take that back. <laughs> I'll not have you besmirch the name of the great Waffle House. You couldn't tell, like smell. No, it was you know you know sometimes when you just. You're just going hard. Yeah, you just absentmindedly do that. I mean, there and there's plenty of examples of that, like, you know, where you where you um, you know drink something that's been sitting out all night, or you you know you grab the wrong thing. You actually drink the oh, Valvoline. I drank. Uh, I think this was. A, I was like a teenager. I was at my cousin's house, and they were frequent dippers of Copenhagen. See, I knew oh, that. No. I was gonna like everybody. And everybody most, knew this was coming. The two most common things in that household are probably Copenhagen and Dr. Pepper. And oh. I was over there, and it was late one night, and we were watching you know, whatever. It was probably like a West Coast Rangers game or you know something. And I was sitting on the couch, and I reached over and grabbed a can of Dr. Pepper, and I'm like, well, it feels like it's kind of hot, but it's kind of been there for a while. This is my Dr. Pepper. No, and no, drank no. It. It was my it was my cousin's spit. <laughs> did that uh, did that come back up? Uh, it did, but it didn't make me as violently ill as you would imagine. It was more like the rush just to wash out your mouth yeah. or whatever. Actually, after a while, we kind of laughed it off. I, I I've heard of other people doing that. Oh, I, mean, that's, I think that's happened before. Like, I mean, obviously it's happened before, but yeah, that I I just that whole I don't want to get into bad habits, but man, that's repulsive to me. Yeah, it was it was. It was That's, bad. Yeah. Unfortunate. So and we're, we're, we're kind of past our allotted time, but teasing ahead, I do think we need to have uh, public anger talk after our valet Parker incident story of the day so we can maybe package that up for next week for sure because I've seen a few things uh, 
not to that extreme, but I've seen a few things transpire that I definitely like to uh, to cover on a future episode. Everybody just needs to calm down, man. I agree. Yeah, just chill out. Nothing is important enough to punch out a valet no, guy. Just go home, watch Coming to America. No kidding. Have some Knob Creek and, and some nachos. Yeah, it'll be good. Fajita, fajita beef or ground beef, Dave? Almost everywhere I can fajita go beef way. except uh, Chewy's. Chewy's, ground I, beef I go there. ground beef. Let me tell you something. If I get home and there's some Knob Creek, the Coming to America t- title screen and some nachos waiting for me, Anybody can have anything. (laughs) That is the ultimate.